Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Good afternoon and welcome to Money Tips. Hi, this is Charles Kelly. Well, you may have read that house prices have jumped last year in in 2020, despite the worst recession in the UK in 300 years. And we've heard different figures. We've heard 7 to 8%. But the official figures by the Land Registry shows that prices uh, jumped uh, by by 8.5% in 2020, Um, which, which... is amazing considering the uh, the situation in in the world and and in the UK right now. Uh, now, this is the highest yearly growth uh, since October 2014, and the average price in the UK is now over two hundred and fifty thousand uh, pounds. Now, the Office for National Statistics published these figures. These are the official land registry figures that uh, differ from the lender figures. Like you get reports by the Nationwide and Halifax, which are the two big lenders that account for most of the lending in the UK. And they have their own way of calculating uh, property prices. But the land registry is where the, the title deeds are registered at this official body. So so they have the, the, the these are the real figures, in, in other words, the, the actual nuts and bolts of it. So the, the eight and a half percent in 2020, which is amazing. But how long will the party last? We've seen that uh, property prices are at record levels and stock market prices are, are also at record levels. Gold has gone up. Bitcoin is, has gone crazy, you know, near $40,000 for a Bitcoin that nobody knows what they can do with or understand. And that's not the only cryptocurrency that it, that is just going mad. We're also seeing that commodity prices such as oil and, and other commodities are, are also rising. Inflation is rising. Uh, they say it's tipped 2%, but you know the average inflation rate in, rate in the shop, the, the consumer prices that we are paying for food and, and for electrical goods and, and things that we need, basic consumer goods, have gone through the roof. And yet they're saying inflation is, is standing at just under 2%, which I don't believe. I think the real rate of inflation is much, much higher. Uh, so the UK is made up of, of distinct property markets. It's very different from London. You know, I said that the average price in the UK is £250,000, but in, in London, it's just under £500,000. Uh, so, you know, when, when we think of property, it's not just about London where, you know, you might see Russian buyers buying, you know, £40 million, £50 million mansions. It's a world apart from outside of there where, you know, people are struggling to buy a house and, and you know, you can get properties in, in the greater London area, in the, in the outskirts of London for... 200, 300,000 pounds. I was at an auction last week where houses were selling for around 300,000 pounds, maybe 10 miles outside of the centre of London. So it's it's a very different market. And then you go to the northeast uh, where you can pick up properties for 40 and 50,000 pounds houses. And, you know, prices there have not moved much since the last uh, financial crash. But Wales um, was always considered to be a place where, you know, things were sluggish. 
Uh, and a lot of investors were going to Wales to buy cheap properties, do them up, rent them out, usually on to benefit for benefit people. And Wales had been a bit flat. Um, I'd looked at parts of Wales, but it's just too far to go to, to go and check things out. Um, uh, but there's been a recent boom and it enjoyed the fastest growth in 2020, 10.7%, uh, which um, uh, and now the average price is £184,000 in Wales. And th this is partly due to a boom in second home purchases uh, by these pesky Londoners going out to Wales to want somewhere on by the sea on, in a remote area where they can get away from these people with COVID. So p places in the countryside and including Wales have seen a, a little bit of a boom uh, because of people buying second homes. But actually, they don't like it in Wales. They don't like Londoners going into their areas and villages, buying second homes and then turning up at the weekends in their Range Rovers with their Waitrose bags. It's the same thing happening in Cornwall and Devon. They don't like it. But there you go. That's that's it's an open market here. We haven't got restrictions on that sort of thing. Uh, Northwest uh, had the highest growth in England, 11 percent. London rose only 3.5 percent. Parts of central London, I think, fell. Uh, but on average, London rose by 35 so we're seeing a desire for more open space. Detached properties rose by twice as much as flats and masonettes, uh, up by 10% as opposed to 5%. And, uh, you know, in England, prices climbed on average, I said, to, to, to in England by 8.5%, £269,000. In Scotland, 8.4%. Uh, and Northern Ireland uh, also went up by 5%. Uh, so... That, that's where it goes. Now, a lot of this is down, as you probably know, to the, the stamp duty holiday, uh, which which uh, has, has fueled a bit of a boom because people were trying to get in before the stamp duty holiday. But a lot of the country is not even affected by this. You know, a few thousand pounds of stamp duty, if you're buying a place in the Midlands or up north, is not going to make a huge difference one way or the other. You know, if you're buying in London, it can make, you know, 15, 20,000 pounds difference. Uh, but that's that's due to end in March. There's been intense speculation that it will be extended by six weeks. I think it will be extended by a certain period to give people time to complete their transactions and avoid getting caught. Because when you buy a property here, you're often in a chain. You know, it's different from an auction where you buy and that's it. You've got 28 days to complete. When you say I'm buying a property in the UK, you mean I'm buying it subject to survey, subject to legal, subject to to this and that and the, and the chain of people. You might have to sell your property before you can buy the second, the next property. So there's a chain of people involved. And so things can take months and months to, to complete. So a lot of people are waiting to complete and can't quite complete, maybe because of the, the legal process is taking too long or they haven't got their mortgage in place, whatever, but it could be extended. Now, I, I, I follow property investors and I, I follow a mastermind with, with a guy called Kevin McDonnell. And we were at a session this week and talking about how prices are booming, everyone's scrambling to, to get to get in. And he said something that reminded me, you know, don't follow the crowd, don't follow the herd, uh, don't be chasing things that have already gone up in value. Buy right, buy right at the right time, uh, not wait until the end. Uh, and and it's it's this fear of missing out, FOMO as they call it. It's this FOMO that's pushing up the price of Bitcoin, isn't it? Because you think, oh, it's gone up again. I must get in before it goes up again. And and that's that's you know, don't follow that herd and just jump into property because it's going up. Don't get into a bidding war. Uh, and the same thing applies to stocks and shares and Bitcoin. Uh, you know, as always, do your research, take your financial advice and buy at, buy right at the time. You make your money at the right time because 
You know, if I say will property prices crash in 2021, well, nobody really knows. And to some extent, does it matter to a professional investor? Because the real secret is that professional property investors make their money from property, whether the market is rising or falling. Stock market investors, it's the same thing. Uh, you know, stock market and share traders make money whether there's a bull market going up or a, or a bear market going down. They can still make money either way. And you can still make money from, from a property that's rented out, whether the value has gone up or down. So when you buy a property, you got to, you make your money when you buy the property at the time by getting the right deal at the time, not in 10 years time when you hope it's gone up in value, but you make it now. And if the market, if you bought something at the right price uh, and you get it below market value or you get a property that will go up in value once you've improved it, then it doesn't matter if the if the market goes down by five or 10 percent. And especially if you've got it rented out uh, and you're getting income from it, you know, you're getting rental from it like shares. You get dividends from shares, property, you get capital growth, but you also get income in the form of rental if you're in the buy to let market, that is. Uh, maybe it's not a time for for buying to flip because you could get caught with your pants down if you're buying to flip. But nevertheless, if you buy at the right price, you buy it at, you know, for the, for the right reasons, uh, then, then you'll always make money in property in the long run. Uh, we talk about investors. One of the greatest investors of all time is a guy called Warren Buffett, which is, you know, through his company, Berkshire Hathaway. Uh, he's seen tremendous growth rates over the last few years, you know, averages of 15 percent. And he's called a value investor. And, and wise value investors like Warren Buffett do not follow the herd uh, or buy something just because the market says that's the price. They call it a sticker price just because the market says this share is worth X amount. He doesn't just jump into that. They buy at what they judge as the right value for that share, for that company. And they wait patiently, sometimes for years, until they get the company at that price or they move on to something else. And that means knowing how to value a company. Same thing with a property. You know how to value a property to say that that's what I consider is the right value for me. Maybe it's based on the rental yield you want to achieve. Maybe it's based on what you feel is right for the area. Uh, not because everyone's rushing to buy it and they're outbidding each other, but you've got to buy what, what is right for the area. Maybe something that you feel that after you can improve it, maybe adding a room is, is then the right price. So you don't just follow the herd into everything. And Warren Buffett actually is sitting on $180 billion of cash. Why? Because he thinks that the stock market is way overvalued at the moment. And I think the stock market, particularly in America, is way overvalued. You know, the S&P 500 stock share index in, in America, if you took out the the Fangs, the Facebooks, the uh, the Apples, the Googles, uh, the Netflix and Amazon, if you took those out of the, the equation, then the growth would not be the same as it is right now, uh, because most of the growth has been in these high tech shares like Tesla, for instance, gone up by you know hundreds of percent. It's crazy. And also the market is is at the moment. Uh, largely based on tech stocks uh, and future earnings from tech stocks like 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 Tesla, for instance. Tesla is now worth more than uh, you know Toyota and Nissan and, and uh, General Motors put together, and yet they only they only produce a few thousand cars as opposed to millions of cars. It's it's just bonkers. So there's a lot of uh, tech stocks at the moment that are overvalued based on their future earnings. They're actually losing money. They don't make a profit at the moment. Tesla makes a profit, but a lot of these shares don't make a profit. And Goldman Sachs has an index of these shares, which is usually about 100, 
150, 180 shares. Now there's 400 shares on the US market that are based on future earnings and not making any money at the moment. So, so look at the value of things and don't just rush into everything. Take advice and and you know do things. Don't don't be rushed. Be patient and 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 do things properly. But if you want to really make money from property, you have to learn from the professionals. Uh, learn how to buy right in the right areas for the right reasons, not because the herd is running into it. And take advantage of many free webinars that are on at the moment because of the the lockdown here in the UK. There are many free webinars because they're doing it online. They're not charging people to go in. So you can really get some fantastic training for free, uh, stuff that would have cost hundreds, if not thousands of pounds before the lockdown. Now, this Sunday, a friend of mine, Kevin McDonald and David Siegler are running a property summit uh, from 10 a.m. in the morning. So, you know, rather than just spend your day uh, reading the papers, why not learn something that could change your life? Because, you know, we've got a situation now where the UK is coming out of a lockdown, uh, hopefully soon, and the next transition could be the most important property investment and, and the most important turn of your life. I think it's going to be a revolution this year. So, so they're going to show you how to really slice through the noise of everyone else. People are saying this, they're saying that, it's going to be a crash, it's going to keep going up. But if you want to go get to the, the people who are really doing it and really uh, at the, the, the cutting edge of this, then th these are the people to, to, to take notice of. And they're going to share with you very a, a lot of great strategies, uh, what to do to get through these times, how to absolutely maximize the next 90 days with some very hidden opportunities at the moment. And I'll certainly be there because I can always learn from these guys and, and learn to get the, the property investor mindset and the up and coming summer strategy for serviced accommodation. Uh, other things they'll be covering is uh, the property strategies that, that are now working right now uh, that really people haven't quite figured out yet and where and how to invest in the new property climate in 21 and to make that your best year ever and some new cash flow strategies where you don't necessarily have to use your own money and that's not some strategy that only works in America these are really genuinely uh, UK based strategies they do work and you can definitely make money from property without having any money of your own or and, and even if you have just haven't got any money uh, th there are many many strategies you can use to make money from property uh, so so I, I, I would definitely spend some time on Sunday. Click on the link uh, this Sunday, the 21st of February, 10 a.m. And Kevin McDonald is a super host. Uh, he'll always make you laugh. Um, he is he's someone that I've known a, a long time. He's gone from broke and, and even in debt, 100,000 in debt to a multimillionaire now. Uh, he's got several businesses, a super guy. And I, I'm sure he'll get you fired up this Sunday morning. And you've got David Siegler there. Uh, another expert trainer and deal packaging expert. And there is also somebody who's going to talk to you uh, on serviced accommodation. He's an expert as well. So, so there'll be a whole host of training there for free this Sunday morning. Do click the link below and, and take advantage of it. it. These things, these deals won't last forever. I'm sure that once we come out of lockdown, these will be paid sessions. So, so do join us uh, on Sunday. It's, it's not me actually, but I'll, I'll be there watching this uh, because I, I think there's always something I can learn from these guys. So, so do take advantage of that. Click the link below. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 